0: Ah, yes.
1: We're back in the building. Are we recording? We are recording.
0: Lovely. Please excuse the chewing sounds you're going to be hearing. We're eating cheesies.
1: (laughs) We are eating a nondescript
0: snack. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine right now the groans going around of people in the diaspora right now remembering, Ah, I remember those cheesies. Questions, which one was worse? Cheesies or Jupiter's? Because thing, things is, were obviously uh, the best
1: you know th- things though th- th- there was a time when i stopped
0: th- they just got too salty and i stopped actually do you know what was the best mm. and were underrated chicken flings
1: no no those were not underrated those were very rated <laughs> those were <laughs> those were very so the, i don't know you, you want me to explain or, or, or reveal how much of a fatty i was you we used to do
0: What did you used to do? And I
1: got this. I actually got this recipe from my boy Jokums' little sister Anna. Mm -hmm. She used to take um, corn curls, put them in a bowl, and then she'd grate cheese over the corn curls, throw them in the microwave for ten seconds. My guy, whoo, those bang! The nacho, I don't know what what the word, I think maybe a yeah, nacho flings, nacho chicken wings, whatever, cheesy cheesy chee, uh, chicken flings or whatever you wanna okay. call them.
0: So so rate the top three: cheesies, Jupiters, things, corn curls, chicken flings.
1: Corn curls number one, undisputed. <laughs> corn curls number one by a long margin. Jupiters number two. Jupiters number okay, all right. Cheesies three. Chicken flings uh, coming in in
0: the rear. (laughs) That's obviously wrong. Number one is chicken flings. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Number two is things. Mm. Then number three, I might put corn curls.
1: Dan, what is your sodium like? Because (laughs) mm, that rating is very concerning.
0: No, things now is different to things back in the day. Anyway. (laughs) You know me, me I'm a liker of things.
1: Uh, So yeah, if if you'd like to... uh, well, actually, Dan, I don't know. Should we reveal this information now or later in the show? Because Dan and I, have we've re the the makeup of the
0: show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, look, we can just uh, share that with people. It's fine.
1: All right, guys. So, l- listen, going forward, um, we've been getting some feedback. A lot of people have been in the comments saying they'd love to support, but, you know, they don't know how. So, going forward, we're now going to have three separate payment deals. Because before, it was a Wild Wild West. Um, and if... If you are an existing patron or supporter, you're going to be grandfathered in, and hopefully, you don't revise your donation downwards. But going forward, for Patreon, the minimum buying is going to be $5. And that's going to guarantee you a couple of things, but some exclusive access to the WhatsApp group. We've already been speaking to patrons, and Dan and I have been brainstorming. We're, we're going to have some exclusive access. Uh, features and uh, stuff and events specifically I just for I
0: just I don't like the energy that you're like this is a grand announcement. Okay, also, sorry, sorry guys. Uh, so
1: coming through on Two BG Patreon, we have a few new tiers
0: for the wonderful, accessible, and easy to pay price <laughs> of twenty five dollars. No, okay, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. your your thoughts, cares, and concerns have been well noted. Two Broke Twimbos is for you, the mm-hmm. listener, you. Our number one, we do this for you. Mm -hmm. So, for that reason, we have decided that this whole sort of like ambiguous, not really clear pay whatever you want doesn't really matter. That's not that's the thing of the past Mm -hmm. going forward to become an exclusive member of Two Broke Twimbo's Patreon tier. I think we have to give it a cool name, we'll have to think of it Mm -hmm. to become a to be twisty. You simply have to pay just $5 a month. We are going to give you some great benefits for being part of the 2BT community. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you can't pay $5 a month, no problem. We will keep you. You can listen to our podcast for free as always. But if you want the extra, if you want direct contact with us, if you want to be put in the WhatsApp group where really cool stuff is going to be coming. We're not going to say now, but (laughs) very excited about some of the stuff that's coming up in that WhatsApp Mm -hmm. group. And if you want exclusive benefits like merch and also you just want to support the podcast. That's, that's basically what it is just to say, thank you to BT for putting together a podcast. It's 2023. We know your lives are busy, but you're meeting regularly to do the podcast. I'm going to give you $5 a month. uh, Then that'll be greatly appreciated. So you go to two broke twimbles.com forward slash donate, donate. And in there, you will be able to subscribe for just $5 a month. Of course, if you want to do more, if the goodness of your heart makes you want to do more, you're welcome to, but the subscription is $5 a month. Also, you can do once off donations. If you hear something that hits your soul, touches your spirit, just throw a Kayang 100. Why not? But for just $5 a month, you can be an exclusive member of the Two Broke Twimbles Patreon tier. We're very excited to have you. So that's some huge announcements. Please, Philip, can we have the pound, pound, Oh, yes. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> you don't have your. Own.
1: But wait, there's
0: more. What's what's the more?
1: No, because they're saying
0: no longer. All right, so we're very excited about that. So we're actually thinking of some, so we're going to do our best to give you a really good show, even if you're not paying anything and it's for free. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for those of you that are paying that $5 a month, ooh, we've got some great things planned for y'all. So stick around. You get to join the WhatsApp group. We've been having some good conversations in there. But uh, Phil and I realized that it's very ad hoc. You know what I mean? It's very like, hey, is there something interesting to talk about? Of course, the regular conversations are going to continue, but we're going to have some planned, regular, regular content that's specific to the Two Broke Twombos, uh Patreons that's going to be in that WhatsApp group. Very exciting. So uh, yeah, wh- yeah, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. hoping is that we're going to have so many subscribers, we're going to have to move out of a group and make it a community.
1: Ooh, you know, yeah. I actually, I need to dig into how that works. I haven't even bothered that. Yeah, so it's, it's,
0: I've had to think a little bit or rather <coughs> I've had to listen to it a little bit because... Long story short, my wife works for a software company that develops communities for schools in South Africa and then the region. So then WhatsApp announced that, oh yeah, we're now doing communities. And they were like, no! The same way Twitter was like, yeah, no, we're closing the API. And like people were like, this is my job! So, you know, I've had to learn a little bit about communities. But anyway, it's basically just a really big group where the others won't be able to really talk that much. But that's kind of the idea behind it. And um, for further details, um, we'll get my wife on here to explain, I think, at some point.
1: I-, I thought you said you were banning her from the podcast.
0: Actually, you're right. We'll get her in the Patreon group. <laughs> the rest of y'all are going to have to Google or Bing it, whichever one comes. So anyway, let's start the have show. Have you signed first. up for Bing? I-, I I went today and I opened Bing and I said, are you using ChatGPT yet? And then it failed to to understand. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Screw you.
1: <laughs> no, you can register.
0: Just the, the requirements. You've, you've got
1: to make Edge
0: your default browser. Yeah, you see you now.
1: You've got okay. to allow all the tracking. I was like, I'm not paying. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see, when you when you overplay your hand. Anyhow.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, but then, oh yeah, start the show. But I think actually we need to start the show, right? In fact, start the show, then I'm going to do some. We need to commemorate a special day, a special time. Yes, yes, yes. So
0: go, go for it, go for it, go for it. Because then after that, that's when we'll get into our...
1: I don't so this was actually a very big week for me. Um 2003 was a big year, you know, Dan. Mm-hmm. And um, that's actually weirdly enough, the year I, I named my company. I, mm-hmm. I kid you not, I named it in two thousand and three. It's actually one of my favorite numbers fifteen because I was fifteen years old.
0: Point blank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate it I hate it so much. I hate it so much. And also in two thousand and three, this dropped.
2: And
1: where does this rank in your top ten?
0: Okay. Whenever, when, obviously, whenever this conversation comes up, there has to be conversations about criteria. So I'm not gonna bore you into like, is it?
1: No, no. This just, no just tell me yours. Just tell me yours. Yours is yours.
0: For me, this was super influential. <laughs> As you can imagine, I was at an old boys' school in 2003. I was 15 years old. Mm. I mean, man, CV's day at school was a mess, man.
1: The do-rags. 50, 50, 50 made me change out my whole wardrobe. The do-rags. I used to have the bulletproof vest. Shout out to Alcatraz
0: for stocking glitter units, apparel. I was, I was kidded. But, but, Phil, okay. Objectively, if you go back and listen to Get Rich or Die Trying. Objectively and not nostalgically.
1: This song, this album's amazing.
0: It was so noisy. Dude, content-wise. Don't get me wrong, guys this album was fire but the 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 chokehold it had me if in when i was, back in 2003 we don't
1: play that. what's noisy about it what do you mean noisy what do
0: you mean by that? it's just very loud very like very loud gangster and i, I mean i get it obviously that was the, it was a product of the time but it was like gangster beats gangster rap it wasn't this like, is new
2: he brought back the feeling <laughs>
0: Jack, how can you okay anyway. This, this is noisy in my top 10 hey, man, this is noisy to you Try a clean version, now you're making life difficult for Crimson Um, Uh, I don't even think that
3: exists
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, this was was
3: fire Uh... There really are no skips on this album I can't even
1: find the clean version of the album (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: nah guys this
1: is without a shadow of a doubt this is with,
0: <sighs> so okay you asked me my- you asked me where it ranks in my top 10 mm. so for me number one is godson
1: are we talking o- overall or just yeah. hip-hop
0: so uh, hip-hop Okay, and, let's and, go and 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 okay. Let me let me let me give a little bit of criteria. I recognize that there are technically better albums than this. I'm talking about impact on Do, me. Once again, you, right? you just
1: we're saying yours.
0: All right. You don't have to justify. Number one, yours. Godson. Number two, uh, College Dropout. Mm-hmm. Number three, Get Rich or Die Try.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. You.
1: <laughs> Number one, Always Be Slim Shady LP.
0: Oh wait! No wait! 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 What oh, did you mind again? Wait. <laughs> i forgot i forgot oh my gosh okay (laughs) okay somewhere in the top three there there's a tie okay anyway okay let's hear yours let's hear yours (laughs) finish your top three what did you want to put okay wait, wait 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 no i have to i have to okay wait Talk about overthinking. Look at the king of overthinking over here. No, no, because this is important. This is important. Wait, I'm going to pull out Eminem's entire discography here. Hold on. Why is this not coming up? Come on, come on, come on.
1: You you strike me as a
0: Marshall Mathers
1: Eminem show type person.
0: MMLP is probably, yeah, my favorite Eminem album. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait, wait, wait.
1: Okay, well, Dan figures that out. Number one, Slim Shady LP. Number two, Stillmatic. Number three, Get Rich or Die Trying. Uh, number four, the blueprint. Number five. Uh, blueprint is top five t- for me t- as well. Yeah. Two Apocalypse now.
0: Yeah, not 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 as much impact on me. It was it was just before I started listening to hip hop like that. You know what I mean? So like, it wasn't be- it wasn't the first two
1: The first two album I heard was All Eyes on Me. Mm-hmm. And then I went back in the discography. But I identified more with woke Tupac than gangster Tupac. You now I'm saying?
0: Because I've
1: always been on a high vibration,
0: my brother. So actually, actually, I'm revising my top three. Okay. okay. Number one is Godson. Mm-hmm. Number two is the Slim Shady LP. Number three is uh, College Dropout. Number four, Get Rich or Die Trying. Number five, Marshall Mathers LP. <laughs> Number six, blueprint guys i don't
1: like i don't know if you've got younger listeners but if you were not and we weren't even really outside we're kind of outside
0: we weren't out what are you talking about phil outside as in at at uh, tracks (laughs) no form three i was in the club you see you say that proudly as if that's something to be happy about it's not
1: i was working for my cousin my cousin owned a club
0: okay so you were outside (laughs) shout out to lawrence
1: And then my sister disappeared the the weekend before O-Levels and then we got banned from going out. (laughs) Jump on! No, this is Michelle. Okay. (laughs) Okay, let me... I'm trying to think... This song, in terms of impact, especially considering as much as I was a fan of hip-hop back then, we were still very much trapped into... Um, what the mainstream fed us. And then you have to dig and find and figure out, okay, let's go back and get the 50 cent mixtapes and stuff like that, the Woo Kid stuff. So this was the first introduction I had to 50.
0: Hmm.
1: Like it was TRL. I remember seeing him first on TRL, then they cut to the video and you just see the hummers <laughs> in the desert and this guy's upside down.
0: He's and you're sit-ups. like,
2: what <laughs> is this?
0: This song for me, Oh If I can do it When concert day. footage is still constituted a music video <laughs> Okay, I'm trying I'm trying to think uh, were there any skips on this album mm.
1: The only one is probably
0: Listen Bloodhound
1: Ah
0: no, there's nah. not a skip. Nah, this is a skip. This man. Is not a, are you this mad? Is a this is a skip.
1: My dad talk for me. My gun talk for me.
0: What up, homie? Nah, skip. Ah, daddy, skip. you've got no taste. This is, let, let, me, let me remind myself of Bloodhound. Hold on. G you need. Ah, no, this wasn't a skip. <laughs> it wasn't a skip. <laughs> just that
1: me, I've got moods. <laughs> but uh oh, this this album is flawless for me, bro. So, so especially so. especially when you consider that. Half most of the track list was already done, they they took it from his old stuff. Yeah, they literally only did like four new songs. And one of, can you imagine, like, you've already got a solid album, and then one of the new songs you do is the biggest hip hop single ever like, literally one of the biggest hip hop singles ever. Do you know how mad that is?
0: Do you, how did, how did you feel about uh, the follow ups to get Richard Die trying?
1: Um. Obviously, it, uh, Diminishing Returns. Mm. I think The Massacre, now, I went back to it a couple of years back. The Massacre was actually really good. It was just slept on because 50 becomes so a pop. pop. Um, but yeah, the other ones, Curtis had a few joints, but it wasn't cohesive. Um, the G-Unit album, though, a favorite.
0: The 8 Mile soundtrack, a favorite. Yeah, by the time I got to Curtis, I was like, yeah, no. Mm. I'm good I was on I was on <clears> the game by then but yeah but 50 wrote half of the games yeah, I know but
1: but keep in mind like and I think we need to put this in perspective 2002 Eminem was the biggest rapper in the world but he was white so even in the publications that we'd get because keep in mind he had his beef with the source in XL, and those are the magazines we'd get or I'd be able to get from here so um, Eminem wasn't really positioned as the dude, mm. you know what I mean? It was just like how did, is, is some white guy trying to um, swagger jack the culture, the stand, the third, and then Fifty came out, literally took over everything. The influence of Fifty was so I I I, I was a big Jaru fan. I had all I had Rule Three Thirty Six, I had Vinny uh, I had the projects. I used to sing Jaru songs. And then after that, I was like, man, Jaru. Psst. Cause they they turned me off. Especially Nail in the Coffin. Oh, killer. So you had 50, you had G Unit. That run with Lloyd Banks dropped his debut. Young Buck dropped his debut. Ash. Tony Yeo dropped his debut. And Lloyd Banks, man. The game dropped his debut. And then you had the whole Shady Aftermath project. And then remember the, the Shadyville project? Mm. You had that, you had aftermath taking over. those three years, it was it was literally 50 and nothing else.
0: I would say it was even more than three years because I think 50s um, it's hard to say downfall because he's always been in, in pop culture, but his uh, um, let's say, let's say the reducing of his ubiquitousness like was probably like around 2008, 2007, 2008. It was a good solid four to five years where it was just 50 cents.
1: When everything. did AO Technology come out? Cause that's when. <laughs> that's when what? That's when things started taking a turn.
0: AO Technology was, that was Curtis, 2007, uh, is that correct? Yeah, that's when
1: things started taking a turn. He <laughs> <laughs> got me saying, "Hey,
0: <laughs> "I'm tired. i you saying I'm not going to act like I didn't listen to it, but I was just like, "ayo, man, ayo." <laughs> uh nah. Kurt- Curtis was... Yeah, it was 2007. Yeah, you're right. Mm.
1: Uh but yeah, that that run was incredible. And obviously Spurned um granted his social media in recent years has not been anything positive. Um but He said sorry, guys. But seeing how he's branched out into, uh, keep guys, you guys, Fifty dropped a terrible video game, <laughs> but we all had it. the end ah, we all had that game. Then we had watched the terrible movie, and we all watched it front to back.
0: Also, those Giuna clothes were atrocious.
1: They were indeed. But we <laughs> wore them. Oh, we loved them. Like I said, Siv's day was a mess, man. I, dude, this is how much. This is how much of 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 an impact. 50 had. Chamsun had the G unit sneakers.
0: (laughs) Chamsun had the Reeboks. I would argue in terms of influence, post Eminem, the only other person who's had that level of influence was Lil Wayne.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Even Drake now, as huge as he is.
1: Nah, there's no... Wayne had us wearing trucker caps, skinny jeans and this is from the bag area he had us we switched like this we went from skinny jeans to DC sneakers mm-hmm. we, we were wearing Element LRG ah man they're they all weigh in a bag
0: and's truck fit hi <laughs> <laughs> Dan let's move there's a lot to talk oh, about oh yeah 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 let's, let, 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 let's start the show ladies and gentlemen oh yeah the reason why Phil brings it up obviously because this week is the 20th, 20th anniversary, anniversary Yeah, of Get Rich or Die trying
1: I think we'll we'll get back to it later. in fact this is touching it now so this year, 2003, is special to me because one, I was remembering, yo, 2003, I literally remember getting this album. I remember me and my boy, Robbie Hunter, we made so much money of this project. I, I shouldn't be admitted. to it. I think, yeah. Anyway, we didn't know. We didn't know about intellectual property. Of limitations. Yeah. So, know. Yeah. So there was that. And then getting deep into G-Unit. And then that's the same year LeBron was drafted. Um, And I remember seeing a couple of sports center vignettes about this kid in high school with a G-Wagon. And I was very confused. I'm like, how is someone in high school driving a G-Wagon? Then you learn about the the game and this then, the third. And then he started living up to the hype. And then I was like, oh, damn, this guy's really delivering. Let me start watching some games. And then I became a big LeBron fan. And I I remember begging my cousin to give me a Cavalier shirt back then. And I've been a big LeBron fan since... I don't know if you saw the news the other day, Dan. LeBron has now become the highest scoring basketball mm-hmm, player mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in overtaking, NBA
0: history. Overtaking Kareem
1: Abdul-Jabbar, formerly known as Llewell Cinder. Um, yeah, man. And it was just a beautiful moment. But the thing is, I wanted to discuss basketball, but then I realized you don't watch basketball. You
0: don't watch it. The thing is, it's there's two baskets. It should be baskets ball. But anyway. Clearly, people don't want to take the sport seriously. Let's start the show, Philip. Let's start the show, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta ask, y'all.
2: Good to go. Sound of a big step. Hey, 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 hey. Let me hear a drum. Let me Let me hear a drum play.
1: Here we
0: Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles! It's your boy Danny that guy, aka Donos the Mad Titan, aka Denford, aka Denimbi, my life, your entertainment, aka I'm done with these streets. Take me back to Adam and Eve where the snake really deceived everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that.
0: AKA Akuna Akunamu Danmu, And is it was not
1: only the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the unquestionable, the undeterminable, the you will not catch me slippable. Phil Chard, AKA okay, Flip Lost the Big Boss, maybe AKA Pizza B, AKA Sexton and Lovo, AKA Filthy Phil, AKA DJ Mkaraji. We got another one. Another snubbing,
0: And of course, Shamwari. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Two Broke Twimbos. We back again. Shout out to everyone who has been a rider ever since and ever ever more. We appreciate you very much. We're going to start the show with what we always do, a celebration. Good vibes. You know what I'm saying? We're all about positivity. So let's celebrate uh, Zimbabwe's own Ruvangwenya because she has landed the role of a lifetime uh, in Australia. Tina Turner, the musical, is uh, doing the rounds um, as a theatrical release. Tina, the Tina Turner musical is actually what it's called. And uh, in Australia, they've announced that, that the Zimbabwean-Australian actress Ruva Nguenia will be in the Australian premiere playing Tina Turner. So that's very exciting. Congratulations to um, um, Ruva. Um, she says... Uh, thank you very much. I'm very happy. I'm honored, et cetera, et cetera, to be part of this telling of Tina Turner's story, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're going to be watching any theater in Australia, go and watch Zimbabwe and doing big things over there. Um, yeah. Ruva Ngwenya will be portraying Tina Turner herself in the much touted and much hyped mm. the Tina Turner, Tina, the Tina Turner musical.
1: So it's called Tina, the Tina Turner musical.
0: Yes. You know who they sure got? They sure got Tina Masawi to play her. Then she wouldn't be confused. Like Tina. Yes. You see? Now you have to remember. But anyway, that's only in Spain. All right, let's keep it moving, shall we? Last week, what did we talk about in the show? Phil, did we have an episode last week? What did we talk about? Uh,
1: well, we did have a show, Dan. We talked about ChatGPT.
0: No, we didn't have a show last week. Did someone put out a show? It wasn't us. It must have been ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was listening back to our episode and I remember speaking very vividly and that i believe that ai tools even though ai is a misnomer are the future and that uh things are going to blow up and i stand by those thoughts i think just like any technology um the way we are going to use it is not yet known now we're not yet sure of how things are going to work but in a couple of years time we're going to look back and be like damn wish those people hadn't invented that because it's about to get crazy so y'all, that was a great conversation, but we are we are here now. We are here ready to talk about all kinds of different things. Indeed, indeed. Um it is award season. The first couple of months of the year are always uh very focused on awards. Uh we're going to talk about the Grammys, but let's first talk about the Grammys of Zimbabwe, the Namas. So uh first of all, Phil, did you did you get a call from the Namas?
1: No, I thought they called you.
0: They did call me. But to present an award.
1: Oh, oh, okay,
0: that's nice. You know, so I I get to go on stage and present. A, I don't know what award it is yet, but oh, nice. so I did get a call from Nama. They didn't call you. No, they didn't. Get sure, man. Just you want to check your inbox or <clears throat> messages, missed calls, nothing.
1: I, I do have like three thousand hundred emails. Maybe I don't know. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, otherwise I'm not really involved. We're not hosting. We're not hosting a red carpet. We're not filming. We're not not doing anything. But I'll, I uh, guess I'll be there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Actually, it would be good just to attend. You know, as, as fun as it was, it does so much work then. It's a mm.
2: lot of work.
0: I don't have the bandwidth mm. this year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, if they had asked, I might have turned it down. Honestly. Mm. Well, I can't. Mm, maybe. Mm. Not not because I didn't want to do it, bec- but because yo, it was a lot of work, and I don't know if I can right now. But let's see. Mm, mm, mm. But anyway, we did get an announcement this week. Actually, yesterday? Yesterday. Of the uh, nominees that we're expecting. And then, of course, we're going to hear the winners. It's kind of surprising that the nominees came out so close to the event. I think there, there uh, there was already a backlog. But I
1: think... When is the event again? It's on the 25th. So in two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, uh, that is a bit short, but I, I guess it's also good because you want to reduce the amount of time controversy and you want to maximize attention. I guess. And and
0: uh, I suppose things are always difficult in the beginning of the year. Ningi is still on leave. Um, let's see if we can uh, take a look at some uh, noteworthy uh, nominations. For example, dance choreographer. Mm. No, okay. I didn't mean to sound as shady as that sounded.
1: Just,
0: <laughs> okay what, what i mean is obviously because the namas are a national award that encompass all arts there's going to be a lot of arts that are let's say less in the public eye than others so things like sculptures and poets and stuff like that not to say that those are in any way less arty arty or artsy mm-hmm. but you know there's less hype and less profile mm. around there,
1: them. there were some notable omissions especially in this category which i was like yeah thank god mm. <laughs> like whom phil mm? <laughs> So, big shout out, big shout out to our, once again, the 2BT Bump. Literally, we had him on the podcast last week. Within a few days, what
0: happened? Nomination. Mm, Very smooth moving on there. Nomination.
1: (laughs) So, shout out to our boy Mukudze, a.k.a. King Kandora, um, outstanding comedian. Um,
0: Nominated, yeah, alongside Andrew Manika and Tanyara Zwasena. mm,
1: I don't don't, know.
0: this is bad. It's probably because that's their full names. Surely, no? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, um, here's one that I thought was interesting. There's a category for outstanding social media skits.
1: Yes. Yes, I saw that. And I was like, Dan, why haven't we been capitalizing? We could be there. Do you remember when we used
0: to do skits? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't recognize any of these people. So,
1: Remember when KFC opened? <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we went to interview people on the ground <laughs> and then white people bought us chicken and then alois got us another two pizza.
0: <laughs> man we thought we were so funny we are on the ground at the grand opening of KFC you know it was, it was funny it was just it, it was just I you were forgotten about it. it was funny <laughs> Um pa, 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 pa. Let me see some any notable uh let's go straight to music. Mm-hmm. No, no shade to everyone else, but
1: outstanding online media, Nash TV, bus stop, ear ground. Shout out to, to Plot, shout out to Lucky. Um, I don't know who's at Nash anymore, but shout out to them. Is Butterfly
0: still there? She's not there anymore. She's back at I don't think so. Yeah. Um what's her name? Phil, we worked with her. <laughs> oh, a uh, blessing. Yes. Is that her name?
1: Is that any? Yes, blessing no
0: Yes, 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 yes. Her. Shout out to her. I guess I think she still works there. Um okay, let's go to the actual the music. Fil- let's start with film and television. Um, anything. I'm trying to oh Sean is nominated. Hey. So, so is Chi. Chi is also nominated. Oh, Chi is also nominated. Nice. In both in Just Say Hello. Yep. Have, have we watched it? No, I don't I don't even know it's available. We should in fact I want to watch. I've been wanting to watch you it. You
1: know what? Should we ask her? Let's phone. Okay. Let, let, let's see if she'll pick up. Let me let me try my luck. Like. See, once again, only on. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I was just fighting with my face ID for some reason. It was <laughs> re- rejecting my face. Let's see if she will pick up the food.
0: See, but why didn't you say, let's phone Sean when we mentioned Sean?
1: I don't know Sean like that. Okay. I don't even Give us a number. Yeah, Sean's my boy. So we phone him.
0: Ah, you got no pull in these streets. No pull. (laughs) No pull whatsoever. Ah, it's late. it's late. Okay. Let me try call Sean. But I need to just disconnect. Then I connect. It'll take too long.
1: Call him from your laptop.
0: Yeah, but then we won't have input.
1: We have input from the mics.
0: I don't have the mic input into the laptop. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? The, the, the... No. It, for WhatsApp, it'll just use your laptop as the mic.
1: Okay. And then for the track, we just use the mics. All right. Let's call him. Let's call him. Let's call Sean.
0: Sean, buddy. Let's call you. Hello, buddy. It's probably like on stage as we speak. <laughs>
3: Danny, that guy.
0: Hello, Sean. Don't say anything. You're on the podcast. Hello. I mean, my man's about to say, "Wait, are you about to pay me that money you owe me or something?" No, you're live on the podcast. Can you can you hear me, Sean? You see, you see, Philip. Yeah, oh, hey, I'm gonna change it. Hold on, Sean. Hold on. Don't leave. Oh no, you left.
1: You don't have to okay. Wow, you've complicated no. your life so much. Okay. I was going to show you how to do that easily, but
0: yeah, this is where I want to go. Hold on, one sec. And then I want to go to input here. The input is the microphone. He can't hear us, Philip.
1: Okay. I've never spoken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just call it. Just call it. <laughs> yo yo. Hey Sean, can you can you can you hear us? I can hear you, man. How are you doing? All right. Dope, dope, dope. This is Danny and Phil. We're calling you live on the podcast.
3: Oh, snap, man. That, that's no pressure. Cool. You know? <laughs> mm. So, do, we, do, do I sound cool enough? Have
0: I got my cool guy voice on? Hey, you should do us I a quick... Know, uh,
3: live. I was chilling, man.
0: So do, you actually, do you know how I actually know short? Ca- how do you know short? Karaoke. <laughs>
3: <laughs> karaoke! Man, these, this is... Danny, Danny is is actually a karaoke legend. And and Sean,
0: so has been Sean, nice. Sean is. Hmm. Check Ch- out, Ch- I like Sean, but the problem is Sean would choose the most, panty dropper songs. <laughs> 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 what? And I'm like, Sean, trying to drop panty. That doesn't sound like the Sean I know. I'm like, Sean, where It's supposed Not to be at for all, fun, man. It's supposed to be for fun. And and you're over anyway, that's not what we called you, man. We're just going through the list. I don't know
3: what this guy's talking about. I I I I I think Disney at karaoke. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking oh, about. I think <laughs> the Lion King, and not not even the romantic Disney. I
0: think the Lion King, man. That's right, Dan. Sean, Sean is Jesus. I don't even know. He's Jesus, he's super, <laughs> superstar Jesus. Yeah. Listen, Sean, we're we're just going through the, the Nama nominations, and we see you're nominated for outstanding actor. We wanted to call uh, you. Say congratulations. Mm, mm, thank you very much uh, thank you
3: very much gentlemen i appreciate it also we we
0: noticed that you're nominated for your role in just say hello the movie indeed 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 and you can imagine our shock and consternation because i don't believe neither phil nor myself received any invitations to the premiere or even (laughs) i would i would have paid sean i was i would pay for it
3: uh, <laughs> no, listen, the 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 more public premiere is coming. We uh, had a screening last year, a very small private screening. Oh, for the people uh, close for to the you sponsors and, brought, um, and such. Mm. No, not for the people it was it was mainly, you know, for the sponsors of the film. Um, but there is a we are still having that much promised um public premiere okay um and I, I can't tell i can't say an exact date but it is it is soon just watch watch the screens very closely it will be very soon which Sooner screen now you think?
1: which screen and which channel are we watching
3: just, just watch the screens <laughs> for any hints so we'll just be looking dead <laughs>
1: on at the screen we don't know what we're waiting for we'll just be there
3: you don't no, no blinking what, what, watch watch the okay no watch the internet for information Mm. Um, because I think uh, the the trailer should be dropping very soon, within the next couple of days, um, and then yeah, the idea is to have a cinema premiere, which will probably be at uh Court. So oh, nice, yeah, nice. you will definitely know about you'll know, you'll know all about that. All
1: right, all right. Dope, dope dope We tried calling your co-star, but she's she's not answering my phone.
3: Apparently, ah right, but it's cool.
1: It's cool. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's all
3: right. It's all right. It's cool. It's cool. You know, I
0: was almost no, in this right. movie. I think
3: she's actually. <laughs> I think she, you act, yeah, that's very true. You almost were in this movie. That, that the is very thing true, is, man. They were but shooting. You rejected me, man. Y'all were, rejected y'all were shooting me.
0: while I was getting married, so that's that's your own problem. <laughs> that, that is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. That's true. We should have checked your schedule.
3: You, you I mean, come on, dude. Here's what, that's what happens for not inviting us to the wedding, Danny. You see, if we had been invited to the wedding, we would have known that. We wouldn't have had an issue.
0: Awkward. Okay, listen Sean, don't call me Okay. In case in case I ever get weak in future, please don't phone me to be in a movie. I'm begging. Don't Don't call me to be in a movie. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Thank you. I've had zero acting training in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to embarrass myself <laughs> No then We need you There, That's what we need We need yeah. just to
1: see you embarrass yourself
0: Plus I don't want to take the spotlight You know Become the heartthrob of the nation And then next thing you know I have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you, you know you'll be
1: On the same screen as Sean right Like people will see Sean And then they'll see you Yeah Sean is a
0: good looking man You know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Didn't start man, doing no, that. Sean start making his picks, making dance he and like, shit. Start singing Lion <laughs> King. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Alright Sean. Hey man, we just want to call you and say congratulations.
3: Yeah, so, no, appreciate it, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Appreciate big up, big up. it. And uh you know, yeah, yeah. we we will be you'll see the movie soon. So great. No it's it's funny though, because you guys actually asked me last year and last year's numbers when the movie was coming out, and I was like, like in a month. And now here we are like a year later. Uh a full five guys. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say. No,
1: I know things take time, but, man. We uh, understand. Yeah. We understand, man. We understand, my guy. We
3: understand. things, things take time, exactly. In fact, exactly. no Sean, well, yeah,
1: yeah, because we did I did speak to you on the red carpet. How would you gauge our performance on the red carpet last year? Yeah, yeah.
3: Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would I gauge your performance on the Red Carpet yes, last year? Yes, as
1: the Red carpet hosts, if you remember, we were, we were hosting the Red Carpet. Yeah, would,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I thought it was dope, man. I really I, I enjoyed that, man. I enjoyed it. Mm, okay, um, so. You know, I'd, I'd never been to the Namas before, so I didn't really have any frame of reference. So, I don't know. But, uh, okay. you know... He's I, st- he started so it. well, and know. then
1: now he's just he's just chopping it down. Now he's yeah. qualifying.
0: It's, it's fine. I mean, it was the best, I guess. I mean, I mean, I
3: don't know. It's literally it's literally the only one I've ever seen. So I don't know what the bar is, but um, nah, you guys were good. I enjoyed it.
1: Cool, cool. nah, now nah, it's fine. We're just gonna just gonna cut this and uh, send it to Napoleon. Yeah, because I mean, we didn't get an invite this don't edit me. year. <laughs>
3: All oh, right. awkward. All right,
0: n- nice one, <laughs> All
3: right, gents. See you all at right, the next nice.
0: karaoke, man.
3: That's what's up.
1: Nice one, my guy.
3: All right, and congrats on the wedding I wasn't invited to, man. You thank need you. to reply <laughs> my congrats message, man. But uh, you know, it's all so good.
0: I, repli- I replied you, Sean. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Now nah, I'm playing, man. I'm playing. I, I replied, I replied. Sean, guys. Guys, I replied, Sean. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Later, man. All right, <laughs> Sean. Later. That's Sean Mundawarara, a.k.a. Sean Munda. Um, actor extraordinaire, and he's appeared in a lot of Zimbabwe's movies and TV shows, and is doing quite well for himself. Uh, we once featured him on Zimbabwe, and doing it big, because he won an award in, was it Kenya? Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, congratulations to Sean for being nominated uh, in the NAMA Awards, and we look forward to watching Just Say Hello coming soon. Mm.
2: Say hello. Okay,
0: uh, outstanding music video Changes in Time by Evicted,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Kamoto by Mwenje,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Fight for Me by Man Friday, We mm-hmm. At by Gemma Griffith. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed something interesting in this uh, these nominees' film? Yep. Hmm. 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 Three out of four. eh? Hmm. Mm, mm. Very nice. Mm-mm.
1: <laughs> uh, not, not touching that with a ten foot pole. But yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are so shady. So I don't wanna. I don't wanna imply that. Because I mean, these, I think all of these, I, I remember seeing that Man Friday video and I was like, yo, this is dope. Like just as a concept and whatever. Um, but, you know, it is interesting. Mm-hmm. In-
1: in- see, it's uh, interesting. Yeah,
0: so uh, look, if you know, you know. If not, let's move on to some other music awards. Uh, outstanding newcomer. We have Leo Magoz uh, and the whole team that were on. <laughs> I've never seen this before. The whole team that were on Fire Emoji. As one nominee, that's Leoma Goz, Bling 4, and Brian Jack. These are the, the dangers
1: of uh, receiving a submission, but not having the contextual information to pass that submission.
0: It's like, whose song is it? I don't know. Just put them all. <laughs> so Leoma Goes, uh, Bling 4, and Brian Jack were all nominated in one nomination for uh, Outstanding Newcomer. Um, so, Saint Flo. Was the other outstanding newcomer for his song Silas Mavendi? Mm-hmm. His name, however, is not Silas Mavendi. No. But he... Uh, <laughs> dude, what's the first line of the song? Zita z Silas <laughs> Mavendi. So
1: I don't understand. I don't. Like, where's the confusion coming from?
0: <laughs> anyway, so Silas Mavendi, A.K.A. Saint Flo, is also the <laughs> other outstanding newcomer. Listen, these errors happen, so I don't. want To be honest, it I, seem... I was
1: actually surprised. I was like, "Yo, I really thought his name was Silas." <laughs>
0: it's not Silas Mavende. I can't remember what his name is. He's got a regular, it's normal Tawanda. name. Tawanda something. <laughs> and then finally, Andrea, the vocalist, the the young kid from Vic Falls, um, who uh, who went viral. So, uh, any predictions? Therefore, mm. do you think Silas Mavende will win it, or do you think fire emoji? Mm-hmm.
1: Fire emoji boys.
0: <laughs> you know I completely would I would have formed a group. The three of us, we call ourselves the fire emoji boys and we move. <laughs> Release a single. Let's go.
1: Like the Yababuluku boys. <laughs> I, actually, you know, shout out to shout out to Dodge. Shout out to my, my people. <laughs> uh I, that, that was actually good marketing. That was good marketing. Because mm. he it literally is like, oh, there's DJ Tariko and a bunch of guys like, no, you guys are now the Yama yeah. Boys. I, I wasn't the even kidding. Tariko. I'm not
0: even joking, Phil. I'm dead serious. I'm like, if you say Leo Magoz, not everyone will recognize them as the fire emoji but guys. But there's, there's too many egos. That's also true. But just call yourselves the fire emoji boys and you release music together.
1: Um, To be honest, then I don't know. I, I let, Let's see here. Who would I like to win? I think for Outstanding Album, um, Freeman, because that's the only album I've actually listened to more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, for male musician, Freeman. It's, but, I, but I think Babarari is going to kill it this year. Babarari might, might have a clean sweep. Babarari might have a clean sweep of a lot of things. Fire Emoji has to win Song of the Year.
0: I think that's outstanding song. Um, Zimbabwean Queen, Dundee. Or Fire Emoji. Or you'll be surprised that it's Doka Smoyo.
1: At age 10, remember how 10 it was last year?
0: Yeah. And it
1: wasn't even a full capacity. Ah, if Fire if, if emoji does not win one, you'll be, and uh, they'll make you present that award. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Outstanding Artist in the Diaspora. Um, We've got Shasha, Tanaka Firei, Tafara Tsanza, Sibongile Mlambo. Isibongile I thought she's an actress. Anyway, uh, probably Shasha will win it. Um, yeah, I mean, look, uh, I look forward to the Nama Awards. Uh, and from what I understand, the the high level of production that they had last year, um, at least on the final product, will hopefully be applied this year, and uh, it might even be bigger and better. So I look forward to being there. Um, I don't have an outfit there. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Is that, we, is that you fishing for for, for some free merch? <laughs> Speaking of free merch and an outfit, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so we said it's it's award season, right? So also the Grammys were also this past weekend. I didn't watch it. I actually have the stream of it, and I started because I I was thinking while I work it will play on the second screen, but I just couldn't get any time. Just I kept having meeting after meeting, and they just.
1: You Know, I couldn't sleep last night, so I watched it at 3 a.m.
0: And how was the overall experience? It
1: was good, I actually enjoyed them. I actually enjoyed them. Um, they've really now focused on the award show being 80% performances and 20% awards. So, like, the majority of the awards are given on the, the live stream pre telecast, which I understand because the ratings are dropping. They, they're trying to make people watch and tune in. Um, so that was good. That was nice. Um, obviously, the big controversy is around Beyonce and the fact. No, let me go to my notes. Let's let us let us start. No, Actually, Dan. You know, okay, I'm I'm jumping all around.
0: Okay, let let us actually start with the awards being won. So, uh, probably most of you are aware of this, but just for the sake of context and just so that I can get my own thoughts in order, I'm just gonna I'm gonna outline this. Uh, typically, at the Grammys, obviously there's like a billion awards that they give out. Um, varying levels of um, prestige attached to each of the awards, but there are three main awards each Grammy season that are viewed as the huge awards. That's Song of the Year, Record of the Year, and Album of the Year. Those three are the main awards and that's what everyone really pays attention to. All the other awards obviously are very prestigious for their individual winners, but in terms of like where most of the attention is, it goes to those three. The others like, uh, you know, R&B, uh, Performer of the Year, and Male Arts of the Year, et cetera, et cetera. All of those, yeah, to a certain extent, you know, people get excited, but those three are the big ones. So um, I think, hey, this is now from memory. Uh, Song of the Year went to, oh my God. Come on, Philip. The
1: winners are here, then. Oh. But song of the, song of the year, if I remember correctly, was um it was a white country lady. Yes, yeah, I, I I remember something. Annette, I think is her name is. But yeah, anyway, carry on. We don't need to know.
0: They'll, they'll yeah, ahead. I mean, we don't need. to. I just want to mention those those uh those main three. <clears throat> so uh, album of the year went to Harry's House, mm-hmm. by Harry Styles,
1: which is what sent the tongues a wagging.
0: And then, um, record of the year went to About Damn Time. Uh, just like that. song. There. Oh, shout out to Kendrick Lamar for Rap Album of the Year. Did
1: you see, did you see, oh, you, you didn't watch him. You, you should see his outfit. Just look Ooh, at Kendrick. Him. Oh my God. I did, I saw him go up to, he was just wearing like a tracksuit and a cap. He was wearing four corner Nike shocks. <laughs> Dan, have you ever seen a four corner Nike shocks before?
0: Anyway, uh, just to recap, Album of the Year went to Harry's House by Harry Styles. A Record of the Year went to Lizzo's About Damn Time. And then Song of the Year went to Bonnie Raitt. There we go. Just yeah. like that. Mm. Um and then I just wanna I wanna point out uh the ethnic categories <laughs> ones of interest to us. Mm. Yeah.
1: That's a, it's a little close to home, but eish.
0: so best dance electric mm.
2: uh-huh. ethnic mm. <laughs>
0: went to <laughs> Break My Soul, Best Dance Electric recording. <laughs> yeah, that's very ethnic. <laughs> best dance electronic music album went to Renaissance by Beyoncé. Best rap album went to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick. Abs- mm. I mean, come
1: on. No, I think Pusher... Maybe Pusher. Look, Pusher, this is... And I think um, this is actually something I wanted to talk about. Okay,
0: in a year that Kendrick didn't drop, Pusher would have won. But guys, no, no, no. The, 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 morale. Issue,
1: the issue here is, and we've discussed this before, and there's, there's a lot of documentaries on it, and the fact that the the Grammy Association refuses to change, but it's a lot of virtue signaling in a lot of respects. One of the those key ways is all members get to vote in all categories. However... 20 to 30% of the people who are actually voting have actually digested, listened to, and understood or even researched the project.
0: Or even so, understand. So yeah. a lot
1: so a lot of times they are voting off recognition or they or the, the literally do just a cursory Google, see what ratings albums got, and then bam, they'll cast their vote. And because of that, because Kendrick was robbed a decade ago, thanks Malcolm Moore,
0: because not his fault, shame.
1: Because Kendrick has now they've now made up for him um, in significant ways. They'll now look back and say, "Wait a minute! Oh, this guy was nominated multiple times. He's now won multiple times. He dropped another project that seems to be getting well received. All right, and it's artistic. And I'm reading the reviews, or I've heard that it's like a play. That's uh, that's what, uh, we want to promote such avant-garde
0: music, musical approaches. Bill, I understand. And then that.
1: no, no, wait. Let me get to my point. And then you get to push a T. One is it's drug music, but two, and I think the biggest the biggest hurdle that Pusha T had to overcome this year, and it's the same hurdle that DJ Khaled had, is you've got Kanye West on your album. For Pusha T, it's even worse because you only have two producers, Pharrell Williams, Kanye West. If there's any artist who is not winning a Grammy or sniffing a Grammy this year, It's Kanye West.
0: All of that can be true. While at the same time, I enjoyed Pusha's album. But Mr. Moran, though.
1: I I mean... Okay, Dan. I think as a concept, as a piece of art, right? But it's not an easy listen. To me, in terms of adapting the concept and doing the best within that concept and stretching the art and exploiting their talent, I think it's almost drives a better project because Pusha T is doing what he's been doing for 10 years, but he's doing it better than ever. All right. And to me, that's impressive.
0: Uh, <laughs> Obviously, art being subjective and everyone enjoyment is, is subjective of, of particular products and all of that. And I'm not going to sit here and, and try to decide who is a better rapper, who had a better album overall because um, that's very subjective so I, I get your point and I honestly from a certain angle I can't see it Pusha T had an incredible project I enjoyed it very much and I don't normally I've noticed that in my older age I'm listening less and less to, to that like hard music but Kendrick I, when I first went through that album I my hot take at the time was like this is best ever it might almost be as good as Good Kid Mad Scene and then obviously in subsequent listens I was like okay calm down there's a couple of, there's a few songs on the album that aren't perfect. Good, good Kid Mad City. No, no, no. Good Kid Mad City for me is my mm-hmm. favorite ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then actually To Pimp a Butterfly, in my opinion, is still better than Mr. Morale and the, and the Big Steppers. But that comes close, mm-hmm. in my opinion. It's to me, when I when I saw the, the nominations, even noting Pusha T... To me, it was a foregone conclusion. Obviously, Kendrick has to take it. That's how I saw it. So all the, all the other things that you've mentioned can be true. And I would say that they would have a lot of merit if it wasn't such a good album. it's I listened to it to this day. To this day. Which on Mr. morrell Yeah. Today, I was listening to Mr. Rale.
2: man. What's going on in your life, Dan? It's a, <sighs> it's a
1: great album. So... you know what and I I don't the thing with that I'm not upset I'm not really mad Yeah. yeah. I'm not really mad at. I'm just like you know what pusher and on my side because I am somewhat in the industry so like I sign up for like industry newsletters and Mm -hmm. platforms and within those there's always the for your consideration ads Mm -hmm. and yay pusher T was pushing out ah he tried he was playing the political game as best as he could but Sadly, came up short, and I think. Well, I don't know what his future project is going to be, but I thought this was probably his best chance of getting a Grammy. Um, and if I had confidence in the recording academy, his ability to subjectively or objectively uh, vote for the deserving winner, I it'll be easier for me to be like, okay, you're not know Kendrick, Kendrick took it, but it's just like, mm, like, this, I, is, that, is that
0: niggling feeling like it just feels like Kendrick won because it's Kendrick, but then okay. Here's the other thing: Kendrick was actually nominated for for album of the year, and he was never winning that. Fine, he was never going to win it, but it's not like he had an insignificant shout. There are some people who are like, oh, please Kendrick, ah, oh, damn. And it was like, no, realistically, he wasn't going to win, but it wasn't a completely insignificant shout for album of the year, no, let, let alone rap ah, album of the year.
1: I, me watching it, I was like, yeah, that tracks. I'll, I'll. So I, I made some notes. Um, obviously, Dan, you. You didn't watch. It would have been nice if you, if you
0: had watched. I, I have enough contextual information of having seen clips and seen but discussions I think and so on.
1: To me, the, my favorite moment from the night was this. And this is this yeah, is baby so I
2: What it is right what now? Wait, wait, wait. Ha, ha, ha. What it is right Let's now? Ha, 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 ha.
1: So if you guys have been under a rock and you haven't seen this yet, there's a video of Trevor right Trevor Noah walking out with Siswe,
0: the host of the Grammys, uh,
1: walking out with Siswe. And he's, 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 he's got a little tequila, a little bit of a Kevin Hart's tequila. And then he bumps into Buster Rhymes. And then he starts um, giving him his, his hammers. He also starts dropping Factor. It's like, Yeah, Buster, I'm a fan. I know your full name. He drops Buster's government name, Mr. Trevor Smith Jr. And then Trevor then proceeds to dig into Party People. I wouldn't even put it. Wrong. It's not like his most well known song. It's yeah. not even on it. But it actually is. Party People has my favorite opening verse, but if you remember the Party People music video, it starts with a different song. Hmm. Because that's what Buster used to do back in the day.
0: And Yeah, that, yeah, you'd have <laughs> you'd have several yeah, I remember, yeah.
1: Here we go. This ah, this made me so happy. I'm gonna I'm gonna save um crimson for having that out this way. But <laughs> Trevor goes on to rap a full 16, a Buster Rhyme 16, which is not a difficult verse to rhyme. Rhymes it without skipping a beat, without missing a word. The third verse of Party People uh, by Buster from Extinction Level Event. And keep in mind, for 25 years now, Buster's been telling us there's only five years left. (laughs) (laughs) But Trevor had the quintessential fan moment, which is a discussion that's always been had on Twitter. Like, who is the artist? you'd love to bump into who you would drop a verse without skipping
0: a word. And Trevor actually got to live it. (laughs) And it it, it was dope because if it was, I completely, I give them props because I missed it, but it didn't feel like a PR moment. No, it wasn't. Uh, It It was a genuine fan meets Idle moment. This video was actually taken by Buster's a videographer. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm saying, so it wasn't a PR moment. But I'm, yeah. I'm saying, in this day and age, you never know for sure. But I'm, I'm almost sure that it wasn't. You know.
1: What I'm now, saying? The, 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 the. I think the dynamics of it, and I mean, obviously, everything can be planned. Like, if, say, for example, we're going to the namas. At the namas, you'll know you're bumping to Gemma. So you can position yourself to be like, when I bump to Gemma, I'm going to see her here, and when I see her, I'm going to sing a song. I mean, you could do that, but you still got, you still got to love the words. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the impressive thing. So that made, that, that made me super yeah, I enjoyed happy. That. Yeah, My that other cool. favorite moment was, and I was telling Dan about it, So, and, and he cut me off because like, no, say no, kid, say no, Mike Phil, say no, Mike
0: Phil. You're telling me the story before the recording. I was like, no, say it on the microphone. So yeah, let's one
1: thing different that the, the uh, Grammy Awards did this year, I wasn't too much of a fan of it, was they got all the, nom- the fans of the nominees for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, um, to basically come into a room and do like a focus group where they'd speak to each other about why their favorite artist should win this award or, mm. the, or these awards. Um, I will not lie. I skipped through all those vignettes cause they were very cringe, but so it was just like just random fans. Yeah. Okay. Randomly big fans. And then, um, Harry Styles, um, advocate fan, other ah, stylists. Yeah. Was a mbuya, <laughs> like an actual granny. In fact, I, I, I might be able to show it to you. Um, and the, the, the dope thing is, so they advocate um, in these vignettes that they record, obviously, and then they air them during the show. Mm. And then on the night, if you look at the setup, there's the VIP tables where like obviously all the A-list artists and the A-list nominees are sitting at these tables with four to six people. And then behind them is the seats of the auditorium. But just before the seats, there's like a row of chairs for people that are either working the venue or... You're, you're in between a vip and a not vip you're like an ip mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe just a p actually
1: <laughs> so they have that and then that's where these people are sitting and then so harry is uh about to win so let me let me show you here so um uh, i don't know who this girl was what are, she won best new artist I have yeah, no yeah. idea. I have no idea who she is. So, like, so, like, you can see that's where they're sitting, right? So, these well, are all the fans. Who's
0: Antoine? And why was he being jacked off?
1: <laughs> so, these are where the fans are sitting. This is Harry's fan. fan. Ah. That's Harry's advocate. Is that Lizzo sitting next to her? No, these are all the fans.
0: Dan. Okay, all right.
1: Hey, you're so racist.
0: Just because it's a big black woman, it's Lizzo. Wow. I mean, she
1: wasn't looking at the camera. She was looking away. Lizzo sitting with uh, Adele.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's a, I remember those clips.
1: So, he invites all of the fans on stage as they're about to give out this award, which I thought was a nice touch because it, it didn't seem like it was scripted. And then, obviously, as we've discussed on the socials, um, Harry wins. Look what he does.
0: So he goes to the fan to read it out. That's the fan reads cool. it
1: out. So now this woman is having this wonderful moment. It's like, no, here, take the award. Go give it to Harry. So imagine the first time you meet your favorite artist who you've been act- like yo this is my guy my guy needs to win like, like
0: you're a Stan Stan
1: and you you first meet him on stage at the Grammy giving him a Grammy that's cool that was actually really dope but look at that look at that dad that, that, is, yeah, is, cool is that not a nice that's moment that's a very
0: cool moment yeah <laughs> yo uh, and you're telling me she has to go to work on Monday <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's actually really cool. So what Phil's describing, uh, and and maybe if you're listening, you might not, because we're we're talking with the context of watching it, uh, but Phil's described this, her fan actually giving him the award and obviously, like it's a stan, you know, it's like yeah. a completely normal person giving your idol album of the year. That's huge. That's dope. So that was dope. Um... While we're on album of the year, before we move it, obviously album of the year was one of the ones that had the highest amount of conversation, right? Because.
1: Yeah, um, only because of one
0: thing. Yeah, I do want to touch on that. So, I we do have a podcast listener who I know is a massive um,
1: Harry Styles fan. Oh, well, she's a stylist? I don't know, I, if I also the, know. I, I, she's I don't a, know if this is y'all's so, name. So I also know she's a massive Beyoncé fan. So I hit her up and I was like, "Yo, oh, how do you feel about?" She's like, "Yo, in this household, we, we, we bump Harry." So uh, cool. Sorry. So I was like, "Ah, right, cool." So to be fair, I have not listened to Harry's album.
0: Harry, I I can't name a single other song then. So as it was, I
1: I did enjoy Renaissance. I do think that once again, because the the recording Academy because of the past controversies, you're kind of in this weird situation where you can't win either way because but also your, your past actions haven't really shown any level of contriteness or, or a real effort to address the the complaints that people from marginalized quote-unquote you know, black women particularly have raised about you right So with all that being said, I can understand any fan who's like yo my artist, move change the game my artist did a b c d e i can understand that i can I, and i understand the being upset where like people they always just take it a bit too far they behalf they always just go a little too far little huh yeah they always mm-hmm. just go a little too little far. Oh, okay. so that much that's why i don't understand because it's not like harry styles dropped a bad project
0: i mean we don't know no no i oh, we can just assume i've
1: heard enough singles when i'm out shopping to know that okay <laughs> He's, he's made, he's done, he's done what a pop album should do, yeah. which is pop. It's, it's every time I walk into H&M, Which is pop. Eh? it just pops, it pops, it's popping everywhere. It's,
0: every it's there in Zara, it's playing, you know, it's... I, high rotation,
1: high rotation. So, okay. So yeah, sorry, I wanted to finish my point. So yeah, yeah. so that, for, for that much, I can't, I can't give an objective answer either way. However, I would assume now, as you'd mentioned, because record of the year, you have so many nominations. Yeah you probably it's that and the song of the year probably have the most overall um applicants um and potential nominees to choose from because competition is so high it's now like splitting hairs almost Mm -hmm. so i can understand that however even though beyonce lost i can't really be upset because and i was even thinking about the other day is in, in the same breath, and I can understand the, the valid concerns, but keep in mind, that same night, Beyonce became the winningest artist, period, at the Grammys.
0: Winningest is the official term.
1: Yes, winningest. She's won the most Grammys. 33. Which is... It, so it's, it's it's like a weird dichotomy where like...
0: Well, tied
1: of all time. No, no. She tied and then won. She,
0: she, she, oh, she won one. Okay, cool, cool, cool.
1: So it's like a weird thing where... you person is number one. The Grammys have given him more words, but then you're saying the Grammys keep overlooking your artist. And I can understand two things being true at the same time. But it's also kind of a a difficult argument to pull off. Like landing that argument is difficult when your person is number one.
0: So, okay. Also, so I didn't tweet my opinions because number one, I like to keep my online space peaceful. And you don't want to do that when, when you're talking about the beehive, positive or negative. Um... Firstly, and secondly, because I like I said, my thoughts come out on the podcast. Okay, so again, this is stuff that you already know and we've already heard and whatever. It's just me organizing my thoughts so that what I say comes out. Beyonce was nominated for Album of the Year. Beyonce has so many fans and it moved so many people, especially the vocal people on social media. I, I, yeah, I just changed it. <laughs> um, be, because, because it moved so many people a lot of people were thinking it's a foregone conclusion. Beyonce with an album out in a time that so many people were moved by it and she's already no, won. No, what
1: type of people though?
0: That, that's kind of the point that I raised that there's a specific demographic that are especially loud on social media, the Beehive, right? Understandable. Who, who? For them, it was a foregone conclusion. But like Phil said, realistically, there's no such thing as a foregone conclusion. There are so many submissions and many of them could have won over many different reasons and criteria, right? But someone has to win. And for a second, and I, I think I want to, I know you've touched on it, and real in the real world, you can't overlook politics. But just for the sake of this thought experiment, let's remove politics completely. And let's assume, naively so, that the Grammys are 100% merit-based. Meaning there was some set of criteria that was set out in front of the judges who are completely um, impartial and have every bit of knowledge and understanding of music culture. And for that reason, they are now in this excellent position to decide which is the best album of the year for art. Um, And now they have to make an objective decision. Okay? So they're about to make an objective decision. These are the options in front of them. A fan of Beyonce, it's so obvious to them that Beyonce is obviously the best album here. A fan of Harry Styles, Duh. obviously Harry Styles is the best album here probably a fan of Kendrick like man this is the best album here but realistically uh, hear me out no no I'm not arguing with you I'm just sort of going to add the funny thing with, with that argument
1: that you made is how many people were visibly upset and then you'd ask them so what did you think of Harry Styles oh I didn't listen to it <laughs> Guys. Exactly.
0: So so <laughs> I didn't listen to Harry's album. I don't know what Harry So I, That's why
1: I'm not upset. I cannot be upset over something. Like if I listen to Harry's album and like by track three, I'm like, ah, guys, yeah. this is caca. <laughs> then yes.
0: Ah, but but upset. even then, you also realize that it's the music is not for me. So I'm saying in an imaginary world, where you have a completely impartial base of judges who are using some set of criteria that's very difficult to determine because ultimately this is art. But let's assume that criteria exists somewhere for for us to be able to determine what art is better than other art. But let's just say, and it has nothing to do with popularity, it has to do with, but I think, I think it's fair to say that... Wait, wait, let me just finish this thought because it's, yeah. it's, it's becoming word vomit that I'm trying to focus. <laughs> if this particular criteria exists and this set of impartial judges sits down and looks at the, at the uh, different albums ahead of them, like Phil rightfully said, realistically, because it's so many submissions from the best songwriters, the best producers, the best vocalists, the best artists, the best everything, realistically, the difference between what you might consider the best and what might be the second best is so infinitesimal that all these different criteria put together. Honestly, if it was completely impartial, there'd be for all we know, it would be Bad Bunny's album. I don't know, but obviously, now re- in the real world, that, that scenario doesn't exist. There's no impartial judges, there's no clear criteria for judging art. Um, there's so many influences coming in, there's culture, skin color. All those things play a part. Mm-hmm. So now we have the space where there's no clear way to determine what is the best album. There's some criteria that these guys have used and they they've figure that Harry, Harry's house wins. Obviously, fans of Beyonce will be like, ah, I think Beyonce should have won. And that's happened at every awards show ever since. The only difference here is that Beyonce has a lot more vocal fans in my circles. I bet you in different social media circles and, and um, what do they call them? Echo chambers. There's people who are sitting like, to them, all they see is, duh, Harry Styles should have won because they're in the Styles fandom and Mm. that's all they see in front of them. And I'm in a different circle. I follow a lot of women of color Mm. from when I was single, baby. So obviously (coughs) all I see on my timeline is how dare you, Beyonce should have won. Because the chances are a lot of them, they're fans of Beyonce. And I recognize that probably in, in Latin America, there's lots of people saying, what the heck, Bad Bunny should have won. And there's probably people in, I don't know, in fitness circles somewhere that feel that Lizzo should have won. Uh, <laughs> You're busted. No, no, no. I mean, she's she's very vocal about fitness journey and whatever. M- my point is, mm, the, the, what I was trying to say overall is, it's okay to stand your person. I get it. And, oh, Ningy should have won, Ningy should have won. But uh, what I don't like is, the, the, the narrative seems to have become... Beyonce was clearly snubbed because we saw so much, so many people were saying that she should have won. So I'm like, okay, guys. Yeah. And I I think, and finally, one last thing, sorry. And one last thing. I listened to Renaissance. I somewhat enjoyed it. But at the same time, I recognize that you know what? I'm not really the target market for most of these songs, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. some of them kind of bop a little bit. Yeah, you so, know. So, some some of the, some of the references about
1: Castro uh, uh, were not fitting. Uh,
0: just you know, just a little.
1: <laughs> Someone will explain how brilliant that pun was. I don't. I, I. So I was gonna say uh, two things actually. You just reminded me of one thing. The other thing that you reminded me of is uh, dang, I lost what I thought.
0: Sorry, I was talking too much. Okay, so was it something <laughs> along the lines of judges? Picking oh, what's the out. Yes.
1: Yeah. I was going to say yes, along with the outrage. The other thing that was fueling the outrage is, I don't know if you saw this, Dan, but um, three days before the Grammys, Variety dropped um, a sneak preview of the winners. And they said, we've polled a number of judges who've anonymously told us who they voted for. Mm-hmm. And based on the information they've given to us, we've now predicted, and they, to a to certain fair accuracy, I, I I didn't look at like how many they got right, but particularly for Beyonce and Record of the Year, you had multiple judges blatantly admitting, obviously not by name. They were like, "Listen, I didn't listen to this album." Um, one specifically said, "I didn't listen to these albums. Um, I don't like Beyoncé because we are forced to care about her mm-hmm. when she drops. It's like an event. I think she's a bit too pompous and too full of herself. So just because of that, even though I haven't listened to any of the albums, I did not vote for. I vote for someone else. Which is messed up." But anyway, you know, yeah. another person was like, "Yo, um, I haven't heard the albums either. However," i i i like abba because i listened to their music in the 70s so i voted for abba
0: and then you realize that these are the people voting
1: (laughs) and then you realize these are the people voting so now and this keep in mind variety dropped this how many days beforehand they dropped it multiple days beforehand and they already set the scene like yo these judges don't like beyonce they'll do whatever they can because they know for our awards to have relevance, I
0: feel you're fueling the beehive, yeah. No, you... no,
1: but I'm giving them evidence.
0: Yeah, but you're fueling them. So you're...
3: you see, I knew it. I knew it. The hate but... our queen.
1: So there is, there is, a, like it's conjecture, it's assumption, but it's backed by a certain level of evidence. Because when you when you break it down, you're like Beyonce dropped this revolutionary piece of art, which I be- I genuinely believe that. Like it? Renaissance was amazing. Like it amazing. Hmm? Like obviously. Where when she, she gets a little too like the the little too studio fifty-four on some trucks, like plastic on the sofa, it's a little too studio fifty-four for me, you know what I mean? And I'm very inclusive. ah uh, you know what I mean? But yeah, there's certain references that you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> like even that Castrol reference, I didn't get it. And then someone broke it down and was like, I don't even know what this person is, but apparently, like she drops a reference about um something thicker. Then castro and this guy castro is a porn star known for having a very thick member so it's like a double entendre about thing but people didn't get that reference and then the gays had to explain no guys you guys are missing they, they literally had to have like a gay rap genius <laughs> <laughs> for beyonce
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you're making the point you think you're making phil but so anyway I what
1: i'm you. saying <laughs> is what i'm saying is yes i recognize it and if it had won would I be like, no, like if it had won over Mr. Morale, would I be upset? No, because I'd be like, actually, I can see why, especially considering the momentum Beyonce is coming into the awards with. And the other thing that people, uh, well, I think the beehive are aware of it is getting artists to attend, even for the Namas Dan, you know what it's like. It's, it's it's actually a political game. Like it's it's far more, there, especially because it's a TV event because the Grammys need Beyonce there so the beehive can tune in and they need the beehive to tune in so they can get their ratings so they can sell, sell their ad dollars, right? It's the same reason why Jay-Z got to close out the awards, right?
0: Mm.
1: So with those negotiations and keep in mind the accusations that Nicki Minaj and Kanye West have both leveled against Beyonce, whether you believe them to be true or not, but essentially the summation is that these people negotiate for the awards. Um, they usually don't pitch up if they're not winning. So they they literally tell them, yo, don't invite me if I'm not winning, because I'm not coming if I'm not. So the scene has already been set. Like with all these mitigating factors, it's almost like an expectation to win. Not only because the artist deserve, may deserve it, but because it seems like it's being set up that way. And then you have this rug pull and you're like,
0: ah-ah. I mean she did win but not that particular and that's the other thing that you mentioned that um, okay yes 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 yes. okay sorry Uh, I also wanted to mention this from one you said you said that Beyonce was I mean now she's the most winningest artist of all time in the Grammys but yet we still feel like she was snubbed Uh, well uh, earlier on when I mentioned those three categories Song of the Year Record of the Year Album of the Year Beyonce has only won once for I believe it was Song of the Year Mm -hmm. and she's had so many nominations, mm. so that's why people feel like it's a snub. Like, yes, of course she's gonna win Best R and B Album. Obviously, it's expected. And in this case, Best Dance Album, Best Electronic Dance. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she'll get it. But it doesn't have as much clout
2: or pull mm, as at, those. At, top at and that,
1: that, and then obviously the the memes that are coming out. Then there's that meme where like it's all the times Beyonce's lost her white artist. So they. Um, there's one when she lost to Taylor Swift and then she lost to Adele it's even worse when she lost to Adele because Adele was even like Sha I'm here Beyonce but this is yours
0: <laughs> you know what I mean but, th- but that's not fair because Adele is a fan of Beyonce so I mean maybe secretly she feels like "Hey, I'm glad I won but also like I'm a fan of you so you should have won and, it's and not, I think it's- I
1: think that, that 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 also lays into it. it's, it's the same issue that we have in hip hop circles where we're like yo my favorite rapper is your favorite rapper favorite rapper but my favorite rapper doesn't get acknowledged But it's also kind of hard to make that same thing because it's Beyonce because, come on, it's Beyonce. But that's that's the thing. It's like Lizzo and Adele were like front and center and they kept winning, which reminds me of another thing. So they kept winning and every time they were like, yo, we're just having a gas, hanging out and we're so glad to be in the same room as Beyonce. And even on that night, during her speech, Lizzo stops and says, yo, Beyonce, I skipped school in fifth grade to see you. You changed my life. I love you. Thanks. So when you see people who are winning, like her contemporaries who are at the top of their game, bowing down to Beyonce. And you're like, how come you guys keep snubbing Beyonce? I can understand the frustration. It's just, it goes back to what I was saying about the the Academy. It's just weird. There's a lot of weird things. But I I'm, I'm also need to keep quiet because I, on my vision board, it's also winning a Grammy. So I don't want to piss them off too much because i want to win. So I was going to say the other thing. So do you know where Adele's boyfriend is then? Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Who's Rich Paul?
0: Um, music. Uh,
1: no, not even close. Rich Paul is LeBron's agent. Rich Paul literally got all right. Yes, started in agents, the industry sorry. with LeBron, which is why LeBron will always know, be was my coach. I am going to
0: say music agent. The amount
1: yeah. of friends LeBron has put on. Rich Paul is sitting front and center at the Grammys with Adele, the biggest pop star of our, okay, well, the biggest white pop star from England, wink, wink, nudge, of our generation because of LeBron. Don't ever talk to me about LeBron again. But, so, rich paul is is, he's a diminutive fellow he's not he's not too big yeah i think he's he's actually a little bit shorter than adele Mm -hmm. especially when she's in heels so um trevor is vamping at the beginning of the show in fact let me play it because it's right at the beginning let me let me see if the audio will pick up because this is hilarious dan this is the most emasculating moment that i've ever witnessed and it was like yeah here we go trevor noah needs to get clapped I love you, Trevor. Like Trevor, you did an amazing job. But for this, I uh, you deserve a walloping. Hold on. Let me. I just need to switch my audio source. Let's cut this out here.
2: Huge fan of with president. What everybody's into. I try and know my guests. For instance, I know that LL Cool J really loves breakfast cereals. Yeah, that's some of the research. Yeah, I, I know that Cardi B is obsessed with presidents. That's a real thing. Uh, I also know that Adele loves tea. Her Vegas show is phenomenal. And this is one of the strangest things I found out. The person that Adele has always wanted to meet but never have is Dwayne Johnson. You've never met him, right? Yeah. And then I found out that he's a huge fan of yours too. And now, no, no, I don't don't have Dwayne Johnson here tonight, but um, I do have someone called The Rock. Adele, meet the rock, the rock, meet Adele. First time ever. All right, you two get acquainted. We're going to keep the show moving. Now,
1: before we get Trevor Noah, you deserve one. Ah, guys. What do you want him to do? Uh, you do that backstage. You don't, you don't do it on TV, No. Then, who's your wife's favorite artist?
0: Daniel Caesar.
1: Uh, okay, <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> okay let's let's imagine <laughs> let's imagine Daniel Caesar did not look like a ground dog
3: okay
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: for the purposes of this conversation her favorite artist is let's is- say it's
0: uh trace know okay no no, uh, no for the purposes
1: of this conversation her favorite artist is um, Sean Travante Jones okay. or something yeah yeah Travante <laughs> Jones and then Travante Jones is like Half a person taller than you. <laughs> and he bench presses, like, he bench presses three of you every morning. And every morning he goes on live, like, hey guys, I just bench pressed 200 pounds. Yeah. With the Iron Paradise. And he's known for that. He's like, just, 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 just big ass. And you're a diminutive fellow. No. And then you're, ah, nah, let me finish. <laughs> and then your friend stage. And then, my wife has now let it slip. And this is the crush. You know what, maybe we've even had the conversation of a whole pass. You know what I mean, and and you and you just have the conversation because it's, it's never gonna happen. Like, oh, babe, who's your boss? I don't know, Halle Berry. Okay, who's yours? Oh, I really love The Rock. Oh, he's so tall and strong. And you just say it because that's fine. Like, in, what's the likelihood of you actually having the opportunity to thing with The Rock? Then one day you don't know what you in front of everyone, from but TV food. And then she brings out, or, or rather, Trevor Noah brings out that person, and now you're giggling and smiling. In front of them while I'm sitting. And I'm just going to sit there and watch my babe blushing uh-uh, and Phil, smile. You're reading
0: too much. In ah, no, no, no. no. I, nah. mean, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm
1: not reading too much. I'm just like, mm, uh, you went a bit too far there.
0: I mean, first of all, first of all, okay. The Rock is married. Oh, that's the, yeah, that, that's a big on. deterrent in Hollywood. And he is a global suit. So everyone is probably somewhat a fan of The Rock. So mm. saying, hey, I know you're a fan of The Rock. Please meet The Rock. You can't immediately jump into now. I'm, I'm sh- introducing you to someone who you think is your crush, your whole past. I mean, come on, man. I feel like it's going far, but I, I get what, I get it as well. But go on, dear, dear baby, if you want to meet Daniel Caesar, it is all good. <laughs> it's all good.
1: <laughs> She'll never listen to a song again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, anyway, let's move on from the Grammys.
1: Weird. Uh yeah, let me let me go. Let me just go through my notes. Let me make sure I didn't, I didn't miss anything. So yeah, the Trevor Noah thing, I love that. Uh scissor, my way.
0: Scissors looking uh yo. Hey. And she's quite open about that. It's Ooh,
1: uh I,
2: surgery.
0: I, I, uh,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: so you're right.
1: You're right. Um DJ Khaled album of the year. Hey, I've, uh, I could see the pain in his eyes. I, I mean, come on. And God did it had a shout, but the performance.
2: Ooh,
0: that yeah watch No no, I saw the performance. I watched the performance.
1: Um, Ma- Madonna needs to return that face. Is what I wrote down here. Then okay yeah. If, if if you if you haven't watched the Grammys, watching please. hey, you might want to fast forward through the Madonna part because yo I, you know, I don't want to be ageist I don't want to be problematic. But ah guys, yeah it's a lot. Um. My favorite part of the Grammys is Dr. Dre won his own award. The Dr. Dre award? Yeah. To Dr. (laughs) Dre. It's literally literally the Dr. Dre. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, all jokes aside, uh, for those of you who might remember, um, Dr. Dre has had some controversies in his life, most notably the incident with D. Barnes, the journalist uh, that he assaulted. And just as before he started recording, um, I was reading an article where D. Barnes called out the the Grammys um, for, yo, why are you honoring this person when he's a known and documented abuser? Um, I think there's a discussion to be had there. We won't have it today, but we'll have it.
0: Uh, okay. Realistically, Phil, if we were to list out all the winners of the awards and look into their no, personal no, lives.
1: Dan, once again, I think, yes, it's a sli- not even a slippery soap. No one is without sin. I think that... No, no, don't right. get
0: me wrong. I don't mean as in they did something wrong or they with without sin. I'm talking about are they good people or they're not? I,
1: only Like once again, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even calling them out I'm just saying like there's,
0: It's a nuanced discussion Because yeah. you're, you're very right That but, having been said Obviously like you said There's a certain level Of known and documented And yeah I, I mean It, it ve- is a nuanced at, discussion At I the very least
1: I would Like if, if I was in charge Of the PR I would get out ahead of it And be like Okay you're not know guys um, Because No one can determine How long Like if you make a mistake Does that mean You have to suffer In perpetuity for it I don't think so. Like, if you've shown contriteness and you've changed your behavior and you're trying to rectify things, then I think people deserve a second chance. But, but it doesn't also mean that you ignore it. So but if the Grammy but is but new,
0: within, within that discussion, though, is how much of awarding you for your musical ability needs to take into consideration whether you've repented or you've made a mistake. So a, with
1: with this, it's not it's the other way around because the reason why the award is named after him is Dr. Dre's paying Essentially, you're buying an award. So let's not mince words he, he's doing the equivalent of sports washing in in his own way he's using his money and influence to fund an award in his name to to bolster his reputation amongst his peers right so and we get that the game is the game that i get i would then also say okay if you guys if if the board but once again the grammy board because they dissolved they actually brought on a ceo who was supposed to address the inequality issues and then she quit after a few months because she's like these people don't care and they don't do anything but if they actually were addressing it, they would then say, "Listen, we've had a, a panel, or an independent body, spearheaded by women who've spoken to organisations that deal with abuse. We believe Dr. Dre um, has atoned for his mistake. He's done X, Y, and Z." So, as we, an announcement before the when you
0: announced the award, like in that press release, that because so we knew, I, I would then that's, say, "That's that's that's that's." At that way, I can't imagine a scenario where that happens. Eh? But
1: on the flip side, this is what you have now. You have deal. You're dealing. On the flip side, is you're dealing with the the fact that literally that night, that award itself, you had a split split audience. And keep in mind, the majority of people watching the show are black women in their twenties and thirties who are Beyonce fans, and they're like, "Wait a minute, the Dr. Dre award, the same Dr. Dre who did A P C D E <sighs> Whereas if you had got ahead of it and given it days, like people would know there's the Dr. Dre award because he sponsored it. And these guys, you might not believe them, but even if you have a legitimate complaint, it's like, listen, guys, these guys have done their best to
0: address. So. it. It's I'm, the same thing. I'm thinking about what you're saying. Wait, let me think. From a purely from doing the right thing and ethics and whatever is a completely different discussion to a purely a PR mindset. <laughs> from a PR mindset. I would never advise that you make that kind of statement. What I might advise is,
1: no, you don't even have to go into detail. You can just say we are fam- we are aware of his past. We believe he's addressed it, which is why we feel comfortable in having this award named after him.
0: Because I, I wouldn't even do that.
1: You can't you can't avoid this. Keep in mind the 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 Recording Academy is a nonprofit.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I'm, they are I'm, responsible I'm, to
1: shareholders. You're bringing too much disrepute. It's not like a private But My digital. question
0: is how much disrepute, and what you're saying is, is right, but we've said on this podcast many times, so many people have just not been canceled. Look at Lady Squander. No, no, it's, it's not just, the, once again, I'm not saying cancel. No, no, I, I know. I'm just using this as an example that what is the real world implication? Is there really going to be that much of a besmirching of the Grammys' good name? I would argue that there will be some rumblings on social media, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. My advice to the Recording Academy would be independent of yourselves, fund an article somewhere where someone actually does some research and writes out if they genuinely believe he's had some level of contractness or some level of repentance or whatever you want to call it. Let's have that somewhere in Billboard magazine or something where Ningi went and said, not connected to the Recording Academy, not because of this, not even a statement because of it. That just must exist out there in the public domain if he hasn't repented and if he's still not, just don't give him the award. He's paid for it. So now you've already agreed that, hey, for money, we don't care about sins. So just don't even address it at all. Look at the social media items, block those people and move. That's how I'd see it. Because, Phil, that's a lot, eh, to be like, we know that this man we're awarding is an abuser, but we believe he's changed and therefore we're giving him this award. (laughs) Hey, hey, (laughs) Philip. All right. Yeah, that would be a lovely world to live in, but <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think we can move past
1: the Grammys. I think the last thing on the Grammys, of oh, Daniel Kaluuya killing the game, the Rock Nation brunch. Obviously, it always precedes the Grammys. Mm. Um, did you see that video of Lil Uzi Vert dancing on the couch? Mm-hmm. I love
0: that. I love Lil that. Uzi Vert had the weird hairstyle. I
1: love, I love Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Actually, these days I, I'm such a fan of his. I love him.
0: Shout out to the Zimbabwean who was at the Rock Nation brunch. A beast,
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. It was actually one of my former clients.
0: yeah yeah so sh- shout out to him he was there so at least Zimbabwe was well represented I know know,
1: but it's good to see him that I would have expected him because he was the first um rock nation sports client in Africa so yeah shout out to him
0: um T- please break down so I've been seeing conversation about this and I actually haven't seen what's what's gone on so uh, I'll keep it brief what was the story between J. Prince and offset
1: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it brief because I don't really want to touch on it and it's it's, it's it's just getting messy so obviously takeoff passed away um I'm not going to get into the intricacies the mm-hmm. of what happened or the allegations. Please do your own research at your own time. However, Jay Prince, who is a stalwart in Houston, um, founder of Swish House Records, also Drake's daddy. And was actually, as a side note, I just realized, and I was thinking about it just yesterday, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to get sidetracked, but I don't want to forget it as well. Remember when Drake came out of nowhere and threw those shots at at Megan? Mm-hmm. And I was asking myself, and I was like, why would Drake do this? And it, I never could find an answer mm-hmm. until I remembered oh, snap, Drake belongs to J Prince. We're not going to get into the intricacies, but if you do your research, you'll find that out. Carl Crawford, who owns 1501 Entertainment, also belongs to J Prince. So, in some strange possible scenario do you think it's possible that in an attempt to try and discredit meg as spite for the fact that she's taken fifteen oh one to court and she seems to be winning that they are now pulling levers to get the people they control to talk smack because i don't see the upside in drake speaking about megan or accusing her of being a lie on his album that's the only thing that doesn't make sense to me you know what i mean
0: yeah, I mean, I didn't pay that much attention. to I just thought it was Drake looking for attention as usual. But I suppose there are other connections. Kind of- I, I was just like, mm, guys, check on Drake anyway. Back, back to this issue. So, um,
1: takeoff died. There were accusations placed against um, Jay Prince's son. I think most notably is the first thing is the check-in culture. So, basically, if you're an urban performer or in those urban circles, you are expected or supposed to check in. The quote unquote godfathers or the OGs of that city, particularly in this case, Houston, when you land. And by checking in, it's somewhat viewed as extortion, but it also guarantees your protection and safety. The other thing, so that was called into question when apparently Takeoff did check in because he was moving with the Prince family. I think there's no bigger check in than that, but he was somehow killed. And then the other thing was there's video of. Jay prince's son walking over takeoff's dead body i still haven't seen it i just re- i've just read about it because i don't want to see that so they now went on million dollars with of game to clear their names um if you watch the interview from from what i did uh what i saw rather their stories don't make sense they're not adding up they, they their stories change like three times in 45 minutes which is very peculiar you can tell that the host of this podcast do not want to have it it almost looked like a hostage video <laughs> And I'm not exaggerating, Dan. You need to watch it. It looks like a hostage video. And the sad thing is, towards the end of this interview, Jay Prince threatens Offset. Um, This video dropped just a few hours before the Grammys. Then post-Grammys, because Offset was there, obviously there was also the takeoff tribute during the In Memoriam section of the Grammys where Quavo performed the song he wrote for him. Um, take uh, Offset apparently wanted to be part of that but there was a argument backstage some audio has been released where allegedly Cardi's trying to break it up and Offset wasn't able to be part of it it wasn't physical it was just like a verbal altercation mm. um so he's coming off that and then he posts to his stories he's like yo why are you talking about me in interviews my family's mourning his family are mourning that was my real brother I don't really know you why don't you call me the the third and you could physically you could physically or visibly sorry tell that he was upset. Then just before we recorded uh, a video posted by our favorite journalist DJ Academics um, hit the internet where Jay Prince is saying, "Blas, you're saying you don't know me, but there was this incident when you called for my help. There was this incident when you call for my help. There was this incident when you call for my help. There's a reason why your family um aren't riding with you. There's a reason why you you've now been alienated. Blah 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 blah. So there's a lot of accusations." The situation is getting a little concerning, particularly the fact that Jay Prince went to one of the biggest hip-hop podcasts in the world and, for lack of a better term, issued a dash threat to one of the biggest artists in the, in the genre. Considering everything that's been going on in these past few years, that is extremely concerning, extremely worrying. And Jay Prince does have quite a reputation. So I think that's what's
0: really worrying me i don't have the word i don't have the vocabulary right now to explain it but it's all so juvenile it's just all so like everyone involved is a grown man you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like come on man it's how are we having it
1: <laughs> anyway let's break
0: the tension we are
1: now calling Remember that podcast listener, I, they, they literally just mentioned us like, We were just discussing you So hello Do you want us to drop your name on the, on the podcast?
3: I'm sorry?
1: I said do you want us to drop your name On the podcast? No, God Why would you
3: do that?
0: Mm -hmm. okay thank you very much thank you very much um titi
1: yeah joe it's josephine titi so josephine titi we were literally just discussing the grammys and i was like "Ah," but you know i actually know someone who's a fan of both beyonce and harry styles and they said that in this household they, they are bumping the harry so we wanted to come back
3: okay
0: who is the deserved winner of album of the
2: year
3: do you know what, yeah, I feel like Beyonce deserves it based off of the fact that she has been denied for so long, but <laughs> Harry Styles went multi-platform in my house, I just want to say.
1: So, let's re- let's remove the denial, let's just talk about the, the body of work and its merits. With the two bodies of work, which I'm sure you've rinsed thoroughly, which is the better body of work?
3: There's no way I can decide. These are complete, completely different
0: genres. Like, madam, there's no way. No, you are you, a, a judge. You've been asked to vote for one album to win Album of the Year. You are a judge. So musicality, as someone who's lyrics, to both albums, production, and you have to cast your vote. The number one album for you is. Okay, wait. You know what, Phil? Whenever someone can't decide, asking? they obviously mean it's not Beyoncé <laughs> because they're yeah. afraid to say yeah, it. They're afraid. I understand.
3: Uh, this is, no way! She's shook. Wait, no way. Hang on. Hang the,
1: on.
0: These, these people will do are forensics we... and find out who she is.
3: <laughs>
1: no,
0: I understand. It's okay. Cribs,
1: Make sure you alter the voice. Let, let someone no, ends no up. No in hang on. Are we
3: talking about what I like better than vote. the other? Yes. Vote, yes, vote for the. Yes. Vote we are saying, for the what album.
0: do you think is the better album? What do you think? Where is, is your the vote? <laughs> Where is your vote going, madam? Huh?
3: Okay, I'm voting for Harry.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. So we we now have irrefutable evidence. A member of... Are you a
1: card carrying member of the B.I.F., by the way?
3: I am not.
1: Ah, you are lying. A card carrying member of the B.I.F. says it's Harry all the way. Thank you so much. Uh, We'll be in touch soon.
0: Stay safe. Stay safe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, controversy. Controversy.
0: (laughs) Controversy. Yeah, yeah, so it's juvenile. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying it's like... Every time I hear these kind of, even like what you're saying, like, you got to check in because, you know, the OGs of the neighborhood. It's like, brah, everyone is a grown person involved. Like, come on, man. Just anyway. Sometimes it's okay. I, you know, I grew up in a suburb and I don't understand the streets like that. Maybe. I don't know. But.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think it's it's, it's concerning. But especially after everything that we've been through this year, I was just like, ah, geez, Louise.
0: All right, Philip. Let's wrap this one up. Uh, it's very award heavy. We'll keep it at that. Well,
1: we've got thirty minutes, Dan. According to our timeline.
0: No, but we yes. don't. Um,
1: what else do we have? Oh, follow up from last week. We we're discussing the the Tottenham thing. It's now gone, and no. and now they are investigating the person that was snitching. They're not investigating the, the impropriety. Uh,
0: Power for the course. <laughs> Power for the course. That's not surprising at all. Not surprising mm-hmm. at all. Uh,
1: um yes i don't know then there's a new tv station in balai that's been offline since uh, Friday.
0: as <laughs> a potential competitor um i think yeah we wish them the best
1: <laughs> i think that the most notable piece of news is costa Teach signed to convict music apparently very nice very nice mm-hmm. then uh, takura got into a beef with promoters apparently
0: well we don't know that what we know is that he apologized for something. But he, no, you called them out. I saw the call-up post. He, he, he called someone and then he apologized. He said, sorry. Yeah. Maybe, maybe his lawyer came to him and showed him, no, actually, you were the one in the wrong. Mm-hmm. or we don't know. Mm-hmm. That is true. That we is we're true. actually overdue true. We overdue a chat with Takura. He's the one who actually said, yo, when are you going to have me on the podcast again? I was like, oh. Yeah, we need to I'll let him. This was last year. We need to all let him and say, hey, man, come to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dan, okay, let's, what new music are you vibing to right now?
0: hmm yeah you know there's a lot of cool stuff it's hip and happening like uh, pff, you know the hot new things
3: Then
1: it's okay you know what if there's anything i've got you covered because now every week i'm getting sent new stuff
2: i horse man You love the vibes
3: Ik En wil I tell you,
1: when I go to Cape Town, I'm going to be vibing.
0: I don't know which Reddit thread you're in, Philip. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Here's something new from Andy Murizo Poptain, Anita Jackson, Norman Nice, Trevor Dongo, and Pachiera. It's called Africa in
3: Your Ear. Yo, now that you. See? Yeah. Yeah, boy.
1: What happened to that super group of Tammy, okay. Philip?
3: Okay. <laughs>
2: No
1: more nice again and again. Hey, man,
2: oh, yeah. We
1: are gonna, cool know We are gonna, cool mm-hmm. mm-hmm. my We yeah? We yes.
3: I
0: don't know if it's a song by brief or nah it is but it's it's brief. definitely not uh yeah organic let's put it that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> Africa in your ear. Let me see. Anything else that's new? Um, 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 some new tea. Ooh, the new Saint Flow.
1: We, we no, time? no, he's, Saint Flow will be releasing every. No, Dan. Sometimes also you keep putting songs that aren't available on streaming yet. Look, we live in Zimbabwe. Aywa, we need to start. We need to start forcing artists to get their acts together. So we're not going to be pushing artists who aren't doing the right thing.
0: <laughs> Did you look for that Saint Flow song on streaming? <laughs> yeah,
1: because every time every, every Friday I'll be compiling the playlist. It was it eventually came up um yesterday actually.
0: Okay, this song is on streaming. It's called Mbava. I'm playing it from from Spotify. Here we go. But- Saint Flow, Abel X and the African Fargo. <laughs>
3: My yeah. tongue, I'm i to bring I don't think that she will. And i be that in will. Can't attend them sighting me. You see, African moon, Yarik the chimney. i be going be that African moon. You and me there. I can hang with fragile kids, dog Nova And when they say they hot, I'm the water on the I'm here with the team, hitting vibes, musica. Scoutin' up a talent, Chichi Temo speaker. I'm in my twenties, dog the fight, some a deed. They don't know my name, I'm like Able watch on
0: I wonder how the kids be feeling this kind of stuff. Because you know. Anyway, that was Silas Mavende, uh, Able X and the African Fargo Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bava. Alright. Um, what do you want to play out with? Um I don't have anything off the top of my head, but if you have something we can play out with that. Mm.
1: Are you are you liking the new Shawa album? I haven't listened to it yet. Wow. What have you listened to then? Yeah. I you know what? I don't listen to Shaba like that. As an as an honor, because also some people thought that um I was beefing with K.O. I'm not. I love KO. In fact, um, have you listened to his new forecast twenty three freestyle? No. Heck we'll play out with
0: that. It's a dope, dope song. Dope
1: hip hop. Dope hip hop.
0: All right. All right. Boys and girls, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Two Broke Twimbers. Just a reminder, we are going to be reviewing the way that we get you to join our exclusive Patreon tier. Uh, as of this year, it only costs $5. So if you are wondering how to support the podcast, simply go to twobroketwimbers.com forward slash donate. And then from there, you can subscribe to Patreon. Just pay $5 a month. And uh, you will have uh, access to our Patreon tier. We'll add you to the WhatsApp group where we have a ton of exclusive features that we got planned for the year, uh, including access to ourselves and to our celebrity friends. Yay! <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, if you also want to donate, if you've heard something that you like or an opinion that you like, an opinion that you completely disagreed with, slap us in the face with money. You can also go to 2 forward slash donate and drop a, a one-off, once-off donation over there. Um, yeah, otherwise, apart from that, please like, subscribe, follow, drop a comment on whatever podcast app that you're using, and we're going to sign out with that uh, new KO freestyle.
1: Indeed, indeed. Man, I'm just darting all the eyes and crossing all the T's. Cooking a doll on tailing or Something that I often
2: see. Vigger leg when I walk the streets. Nigga slag, I need a gift or the gab and the row is beats. I'm Sora's keys, we tell feza zonky fees. Yeah, we have been bringing home the
1: bacon while they talking beef. And trophy season coming up, so a couple summers that belong to me. Polity Glon yug if it's not a sweep. Super duper Martin Luther, it was all a dream. Sponcha ups that thought I won't succeed. Funan I'm happy when I lost some speed Where movie far from all this scene. I know keep is long on that's the corporate me I gave him all the three projects due to my recording deal Left us only building with a bang and yeah, we can all agree to drop another tape We show no high level, my four at least Fedor, my mind is off the leash But we can sit and talk about it over Turkish or some Portuguese They only see is kind of got scheme. Boy, I'm really outside my rep I was wrong, it pay lili quarantine